Today on Sagittarian Matters, odds and ends from my life, my workshop with Linda Berry, and more on our pre-paternity leave last episode for a couple weeks. Stay tuned. Sagittarian Matters, Sagittarian Matters, what's the Hello from Rhinebeck, New York. I am recording this on the back steps of the lake house where Linda Berry's Writing the Unthinkable workshop is just wrapping up. You may be able to hear some crickets and frogs in the background. Now, of course, I'm going to try to get Linda Berry on the podcast, but you know what? I also respect her space as a human being, so we'll see how that goes. I want you to know I'm risking life and limb for this podcast as mosquitoes fly by and it turns to dusk, which means that anybody could come out. So far since I've been here, I have seen six frogs, three groundhogs, two fawns, and a chipmunk. The workshop is at a yoga retreat center called the Omega Institute. That's how you can find out about getting into the workshop yourself. It's nothing special. It just costs money. And if you're a teacher, it's pretty easy, I think, to get your institution to sponsor this because you're learning how to teach like Linda Berry. And if you're a writer, even if you've been writing for a long time, you'll be able to access parts of your mind that you wouldn't before. Okay, but listen, I'm here at this yoga retreat center. You're not supposed to have your telephones, so I'm actually breaking a lot of rules by recording this. But I want you to know that I'm possibly the only person on the whole grounds, which has probably 600 people, that was watching the Bachelorette finale on my laptop the other night with my headphones on. I was also eating a bag of Bjorn corn, this nutritional yeast popcorn, with vegan chocolate broken up in it. And I want to tell you how I feel about Bachelorette finale. It was so stupid. I can't believe it. I can't believe she chose that guy. Brian? Did you see that he was on a UPN reality show called Players? And did you know that he probably has cheek implants? I really don't understand. And I feel like that girl was way too hungry for the altar. And she's too good for that. Rachel, you're too good for that. Live a life alone. Live a life with a boyfriend with a gap in his teeth like Peter. But for goodness sakes, don't get married to Brian. I don't know if you guys know this, but... Uh, the bachelorette has to keep dating the person for at least nine months in order to keep the ring and then pawn it later. So let's hope that Rachel is just staying with Brian for nine months so then she can pawn the ring that he gave her and move on with her life. Okay, other things I want to tell you about. I ran out of prunes while I was here, so I've been taking a ridiculous amount of plums from the cafeteria area. Um, Do you really understand how many plums you're eating in one sitting when you're a prune enthusiast? Taking five plums from the fruit bowl is crazy. And speaking of the fruit bowl, the other day I was testing to see if a nectarine, if there was a a good ripe nectarine here at the yoga retreat center. And then I looked up and this woman was making a horrible face and was like, you touched them all. You touched all the fruit. And then I tried to back out of it by saying, they are hard as rocks. They're little cold rocks. And she was still disgusted with me. And I've seen her all week in the mess hall. And she uh, still appears disgusted with my uh, my ways. Okay. I want to tell you about a couple of stories that came up for me. And I also want to tell you about my top ten list. Okay. So my top ten list is the Bachelorette finale if you want to barf because Brian is the worst. Also, I've been listening to Janet Mock's podcast. The interviews I really recommend are she just did one with Chris Jenner, the momager. And she did one with Tina Knowles, Beyonce's mom. That was her first episode. Here's the deal. 
I've judged both of these women for being stage moms in the past, but they both pulled themselves up by their bootstraps. They both had nothing at some point and then spun gold out of nothing. Tina Knowles talks about working hard, making Beyonce's costumes, traveling around the world with her when she was a teenager. Kris Jenner talks about having like life coaching sessions with each of her children to help them achieve their dreams and make sure they're running their lives correctly. Like, this is, this is some inspirational stuff. You know I like a hard worker. You know you know I like a strong woman. These women are both. I really recommend them. And Janet Mock is a great interviewer. Okay, also Bjorn Corn, which I already mentioned. It's a New York brand of popcorn that comes with nutrition yeast on it. And Master of None. How did I not watch this? You know what? I didn't watch it because the first episode started with straight people having sex. And I was like, seen that. And so I stopped watching it. But I picked it up in season two because I kept hearing about the Thanksgiving episode and I was hooked and oh my god his parents you guys already know this because the show came out like a few years ago but his parents are the best part of the show I really like the show I like how much he likes food that's all okay two stories that came up for me one they came up for me in this workshop because it's a writing workshop one is that I got called a prude in high school inadvertently so here's what happened I got my first boyfriend my first boyfriend ever, he had longish hair, and he was like a poet, and he wore those terrible Newsies caps, and I went to his house after school, and I was trying to like kind of flag that I was experienced, because that's what you do when you're in high school, is you pretend like you have more experience than you do, but like maybe not enough experience to get tagged a certain word, and anyway, I was pretending to be experienced, he didn't realize it, but it was my first kiss in his parents empty living room in the middle of the day and it was really gross and a lot of noise like and we go up to his bedroom and he tries to go down on me and I was like no you know I was like a sophomore in high school I had never even kissed anyone before I was like no no thanks and he's like what are you into as if I knew what I mean anything and so I just was trying to seem really sexual and so I was like I'm into feet and so he started like shrimping me he started licking my toes and I was trying to pretend like I was like super turned on by that he kept looking at me through his long hair and I was really grossed out and so then basically at that moment I was like we have to break up I didn't say it I dumped him on Valentine's Day for someone else because that is how I did uh so you know I we basically never made out again you know because we were just going together like high schoolers do and then I started going out with someone different um which meant like making out on a couch watching suburbia anyway like a week or two later i'm talking to my friend boyd who is a rollerblader at the time and boyd said oh man did you hear about so-and-so my boyfriend my original boyfriend and i was like no what, what about him he's like oh man i hear he's dating a real prude and then it took me like five seconds and i was like he's not dating anyone he's dating and i was like oh you mean me you're talking about me you heard that rumor about me so that's that. So I got labeled a prude in high school. Thank God. I would love to still be labeled a prude. It sounds fun and it sounds like prune. Okay, the other thing I wanted to tell you that came up in a writing exercise was about ferrets. So I got my first ferret when I was a teenager living with my parents. I named it Reverend Maynard after Maynard G. Krebs from the Dobie Gillis show and also the guy from Tool. I didn't even like Tool. I just thought it seemed cool. By the way, I'm getting bit by mosquitoes right now. That's how much I like you guys. Um, so I had Maynard and I... I didn't really like having a ferret that much. And so I was kind of waiting out for him to die. And then for Christmas, my high school boyfriend gave me another ferret as a gift. And she looked just like Reverend Maynard, except for she would bite you when you went to pick her up. So her name was Little Saurus Rex. 
Okay, so I have two ferrets. I actually didn't even want one anymore. Then one day my best friend and I were at a large pet store, uh, you know, like a Petco, PetSmart kind of pet name store, and we saw baby ferrets, and we were like, oh, my God. I said, oh, I've always wanted a white one. I wish one of my ferrets was white. And she said, yeah, they're so cute. And I said, what if we just stole it? And she was like, you think? And so she picked it up and put it in her purse, and we walked out of the store. But I got home, and I realized, oh, my God, we're going to need a bigger cage. Three ferrets. And, you know, I didn't have any money. I worked at Subway. I got three seventy-five an hour. So we went back to the store with my pickup truck. I parked outside. I went in, picked up a cage, walked it over behind the registers, put it by the windows behind the registers. Then my friend, then I went out to the pickup truck and pulled it up outside. Then my friend got out of the truck, went in, walked directly in, picked up the cage, walked right back out, put it in my pickup truck, and we drove away. And then we had a giant ferret cage and three ferrets. But um, we moved to Portland, Oregon with all three ferrets and the ferret mansion that we had shoplifted. And we were roommates. But at a certain point... Uh, you know, we would let them out and they would poop in their little triangular boxes. Little Saurus Rex went missing. Oh, I should say the white ferret's name was Amelia Fairhart Estevez. Little Saurus Rex went missing and we couldn't find her. And I thought I heard her crying in the walls. And so I realized she was in the walls and I was so concerned about her. And I thought, oh my God, she's missing. She's so sad. She's so upset. And I just kept hearing her and I would try to leave out food for her and it would disappear. And And then one day I heard scratching and scampering. Like two or three weeks after she went missing, I heard scratching. And I followed the scratching into the closet. And I followed the scratching to the crawl space that was behind the closet. And I was like, somebody come help me. And we pried up a floorboard. And there she was. And little Saurus Rex had in her bunker a spatula, several Oreos, and some dog food. And when we tried to grab her, she bit the shit out of our hands. So in order to quote unquote rescue her from her new feral life within the walls, I had to put on an oven mitt and grab her in there. And she was not wanting to let go of that Oreo. I tell you what. Um, So that's a story of the ferrets that came up for me this week in the writing workshop. Uh, The last thing I want to say is I'm on a podcast this week called Adult Crash with Lacey Davis and Ket Nerd. It's on iTunes. You can find it. I talk about being an elderly punk or, you know, if I am an elderly punk, if that. And the last thing I want to say is that somebody on Twitter asked me for skin and makeup advice. I tell you, I don't know much. I don't know much. Um, I am actually talking about how little I know on Lacey's other podcast called flex your heart radio i was on a couple weeks ago and someone asked me about femme tips you guys i'm not that good at being femme beth ditto is my femme sponsor she gives me makeup she kind of shows me what to do and that's the only way that i'm not a cave woman like wiping dog shit on my face and calling it blush but here's what i know from beth uh moisturize always moisturize moisturize at night moisturize in the morning wear sunscreen on your face wear a moisturizer that has sunscreen in it living in LA or being in LA I put so much sunscreen on my gosh darn face stay out of the sun as much as you can don't smoke it'll give you wrinkles I mean maybe you think wrinkles are beautiful and you want to look like a Sharpay right now if you are of a certain age and you have wrinkles great but if you're like 22 years old maybe you don't want wrinkles just yet because once you have them they're there for good um okay so all that is true uh, skincare. I don't even remember what I wash my face with. 
I use wipes with oil in them to get off eye makeup. Um, I use anything from MAC lipstick to, like, wet and wild. Or I started using, I don't use wet and wild lipstick, but I'll use, like, Rimmel, R-I-M-M-E-L, eyeliner because I heard that that's what Amy Winehouse used and she gets a really good line. Um, I plucked my eyebrows to death in the 90s, so I use an eyebrow pencil or eyebrow powder. I will never get them tattooed on, but thank you for suggesting it anyway. And I think that's it for my beauty tips. Brush your teeth. I don't like to floss. I do my best. Okay, that's everything I had to say. We're about to go on paternity leave because producer Chris's girlfriend Karen is about to have a baby any day now. She's actually overdue. So this episode is a blessing. Uh, Producer Chris and I are going to take two or three weeks off so he can get a hand handle on what it's like to have a new pet baby and um, I'm going to do some food reviews with Morgan and I'm going to interview some more people and I'm going to respond to your advice questions and we're going to come back with our next season better than ever and if you think about it as a season we've just done like almost 70 episodes that's a pretty big season that's a pretty long time of sustained podcasting so we're going to take a little break for a few weeks but we will be back please 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 for the love of God tip producer Chris. He's about to have a baby. We do this for free out of the goodness of our hearts because we love it. You can tip him by sending $5 or a million dollars to hornetleg at gmail.com. Hornetleg at gmail.com via PayPal. Um, And as always, thank you to Shoshana Ruth Wechter. Okay, have a good August. Talk to you later. Bye. (laughs) 